Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio.
you know, available. Right. And, and uh, he basically, she, she, um, she got kicked off the show, right? Right. Because they determined her to be hopeless. And, yeah, she was uh, like a you know pathetic cause, pretty much. So and which is weird because way. she, it looks like she came to that show, um, basically, you know, thinking, I mean, telling herself that she couldn't get a uh, man, right? I mean, she was having a hard time. So well, she was she, having like I think she, I think they all just like have bad traits and attract like not good things. Um, say it again. No, like, I think that they just have traits that, like, attract, well, they attract negative men, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of them, she just, like, likes losers. The other one, like, is just way too picky so that all the men that she, like, ends up with are just, there's always something wrong with them, you know, in her life. So is that the, guy, is that the like, girl who was, like, uh, where the guy was, like, why are you so old and you, you don't have a boyfriend? No, that... no, I don't think so. That was a, it's a black girl. But I'm oh, saying, like, they all have, like, issues. That's why they're on the show. And what's the black girl's issue? She's just really picky, I guess. She's very picky. Right. And um, what about, uh, and so there's one that's very sexual, like, over-sexualized. And then there's also one that is kind of like, well, the the one that sort of, like, found, you know, they found a guy, but then the guy started questioning her over and over again, like, what happened there? I don't know. Okay, because there was, remember when the, uh, there was this girl, uh, she met this guy, and this guy started asking her, like, kind of like in an accusatory tone of, you know, you're such a great girl, uh, you know, you're pretty, you're smart, like, what's the catch? Like, why aren't you with somebody right now? Like, what's, you know, what what do I not know that I should know that, that would explain the fact that you're single. Right. And and she just, he just kept, she just, uh, he just kept grilling her, and she came back from the date, like, screaming. And yeah, she, and she was, like, pissed. Yeah, and she was so upset, and it was like, she hated him, and then, and then he basically, you know, talked to the host or whatever, and then uh, he indicated that uh, he really liked her, you know? Right. Yeah. Now and and then she really liked him. And I mean, asking? what? Are you asking if she did, or are you saying she did? No, she did. Now they now they're like the best chance of ha- of have being a real couple on that show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but it's interesting, just as a dynamic, in terms of why she did that. You know, like, you know, what was, was it already that she already was attracted to him? That's why she was so upset when he acted that way because she thought she liked him. And then... Well, and I don't then know. His, Isn't that where you come in to explain Well, that? His, his reasoning is essentially that, um, that you know, you, you something's wrong with you, so I'm going to, like, try to bring it out. And I, I just didn't understand what he, he... You know, he tried to tell her that, like, he really just couldn't believe it and so he just kept asking her and he uh he meant it as a compliment or something i don't i don't know what his, uh, what he was trying to say there but uh it was pretty rude if you ask me you know what i'm saying like no, i think it was very rude and like you should have just realized that she wasn't feeling it and just stopped asking but yeah i mean i i think that you know as a guy you really need to like that's why i always like i always notice somebody has like an attitude you know like 
girls have attitudes sometimes. Like it, it just like you can feel it, you know. And like once you start to feel it, like you got to stop doing, you know, or apologize for what you did do. That caused <laughs> But uh, that's that's that. Um, so so that, that's that, Is that show. Is that like a veiled attempt at something? By any chance? Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, that's that's what you should do. Just in do, general, I mean. that's, like, what guys, like, should just adhere to that rule. Oh, yes. I mean, you should <laughs> pay, pay, te- pay attention to the dude, then find out what you did, that caused the dude, and then say you're sorry to try to you know, get the dude down. And if the dude mm-hmm. doesn't go down after a little while, after saying you're sorry, like, a million times, then... It's permanent, and you better leave. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, you know, the toad, attitude, but it's good. I mean, it, it just, all they're trying to tell you is that, like, you, you're you an asshole. So, I mean. Pretty much. <laughs> but I think one has to be able to, like, accept that they're an asshole and, like, and just deal with the fact that they're an asshole. Like, leaving... It just proves that you're actually a true asshole. It just like validates that belief of your assholishness. Well, far be it from from me to disabuse you of your notion. You know, if you think I'm an asshole, then I might as well become one. So you're, so you're um, right. You know, so you're not. So then, why even apologize to begin with? You're not like, giving me a toot for nothing. No, no. The, the, if, the, if the initial reason for you apologizing is because you want the toot to go away. That means that I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding about. <laughs> I was only kidding about that. I I don't think that you should uh, walk out with somebody else. Mm. Like that's a bad that's a bad tactic. And I don't know. Maybe Logan's tried that, but Mike Trojan doesn't do that. Um, oh. No, Mike Trojan is a very powerful being. I, I I don't think you've actually met Mike Trojan. I don't uh, think I I want to. Yeah, Mike Trojan, he was, uh, he is, I am. (laughs) You're talking about yourself in the third person. Wow, how mighty are you? Well, yeah, Mike Trojan is a legend in my own mind. So let's let's go on. Let's let's read about some of his wisdom, okay? I'm going to read it to you, and you you just react to it, okay? So we're going to go on from where we left off. Um, If you haven't gotten laid in over a month and wish to do so, Stop masturbating until you do. It will make the difference in those moments of hesitation that cause opportunities to slip through your goddamn fingers. When you are oversatisfied by your own hand, you will more easily talk yourself into inaction when it comes to making the necessary moves. Who once said, he who hesitates masturbates? It should be said the other way around. He who masturbates hesitates. Um, Pretty profound stuff. But basically, what I'm saying there is that, you know, there's a lot of guys who they masturbate pretty much on a daily basis, um, maybe two, three, four times a day. And consequently, like, they just don't have the drive to try to pick up a girl. And so they always wonder, like, why am I single? And it's like, because you don't, like, you, you're you're satisfied, you know. I mean, you've you've given yourself all you need, like three or four times in that day. So, 
the best way. I like, can't really speak on that. I mean, I'm not a guy. Well, yeah, I know. It's it's not really something that you can really. But I, what do you think of it and just reacting to it as a girl? I mean, how does that play as like a guy a guy who masturbates after they're in a relationship? But I feel like the whore manual should be translated. As, I mean, as much as it should be, like, read for guys who aren't in relationships, that doesn't really mean that you 100%. It has to be, like, fixed into a relationship as well. Oh, well, it is. I mean, well, all these then, things. Okay, so fine. So if that's true, right, if the horror manual is also applicable to guys in relationships, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes. Then the guy who masturbates hesitates. Because, or is that how it goes? Or the guy who hesitates masturbates, or whatever. Because if you're in a relationship and you're masturbating three or four times a day, then you too are hesitant when it comes to approaching your girlfriend. Yeah. It works the same way. So then if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't masturbate. That's essentially what you're saying. I agree. You, should, you shouldn't. Um, it's only when you have certain injuries that you might have to. You know, like, but um, it's only in those extreme circumstances. On the whole, it shouldn't, it should Try not to masturbate if you're in a relationship because um, it, it will lower your sex drive and then you won't have as much sex with your your significant right. other. Now, I don't know if that's true about women. I, I think women... I don't know. I don't masturbate. They can, they can have multiple orgasms. So, you know, they could probably do it themselves all day long and then still get be up for some, some log jamming. But... Um, Anyway, uh, let's go on to the next um, uh, principle. One of the first errors a guy makes when approaching a new girl is that he builds her up in his head, thinking of her as some kind of great prize. This attitude gives off the vibe that she is of greater value than you are, and you will quickly see her respond to this vibe you are emitting by disrespecting you. The correct attitude to have in an approach is that you are giving her the opportunity of a lifetime. That is to say, if she fails to be attracted to you, the loss to you is small, but the loss to her is huge. Why is it so huge for her? Well, because you're a cool dude. And the ratio of cool dudes to hot girls, and this is a scientific fact, is about 100 to 1. And this is the the evil truth that hot chicks don't want you to know. But you're a hot chick, so you don't want <laughs> to know this. And this and and this is and I'll tell you what it is. It's that it's a hundred to one ratio. Sorry, girls. There's a hundred of you, and there's only a to, to, there's two hundred of you. There's one of us. And yes, so? my Trojan is one of them. But what? So? So? So that means that you're a dime a dozen and I'm one of a kind. Thanks. Not Ooh. necessarily because you're not needed. I mean, there's a whole trend of, like, women who... Cause the thing is, I was reading this in, like, Oprah's magazine today while I was at work because that's what I do, apparently. Read O.com. But um, that women are now looking to other women for relationships, not necessarily because they're lesbian, but because... They're no cool dudes. No, no. Women are attracted... Well, maybe that maybe that is the case. Women are attracted to 
I think it's because they don't like hanging out with these idiots. There's so many not idiots. Gender. Go ahead. No, I, that's all I was saying. There's so many idiot dudes around, and, and it's like there's all these goofball dumbasses, and there's like a bunch of hot chicks. And like when you're in a high school, you know, and you're hot, like, and you're a girl, like, you're you're one of the few hot chicks. But then when you get out into the world, you realize that, like, the ratio of hot chicks to cool dudes is so unbelievable. Like, you'll have, you'll have to go through millions of, like, lame-ass dudes you're going to have to date to find that one cool guy. And then that one cool guy won't even like you, you know? So it's, like, it's, a, it's tough. It's tough for women. But anyway, it's good to know that. And, like, what, what a lot of guys do is they sort of, think of this girl as like she's a one of a kind and there's like tons of like cool dudes around but there's only like to every hundred cool dudes there's only like one hot girl and like that's how guys think of like Mm -hmm. when they when they see a hot chick like that's why they start falling all over themselves and acting like an idiot whereas like if you know that there's like a million other hot chicks where that other hot chick came from think about how many hot girls there are and just in general like, how many hot stars, hot, like, you know, movie star girls? How many, like, actual cool movie star dudes? You know what I'm saying? Know. Like, you look at that ratio and it tells you everything. Right. Like, you know, there's not that many cool movie star dudes. There's only about, like, you know, but they, but there's... Can we name them, the cool ones? Who's cool? Okay, well, Brad Pitt is at the top of the list. Oh, uh, yeah. He's cool. Uh, then you have, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're blanking out. Uh, George Clooney, he's cool. Uh, you got the guy who's James Bond, he's cool. You got the guy who's... Wait, wait, which James Bond? Daniel Craig, the new one? Yeah, Daniel Craig. Oh, my God, he's hot. Yeah, he's... His eyes are just ridiculous. I mean, not like you care. Yeah, no, but he's hardcore, man. He's intense. He's good. He's like a good guy to model your, your movements on if you want to do that. Um... Um, yeah oh yeah like you should look at Brad Pitt that's another part of the manual is all about like looking at the faces of cool dudes on TV and like try to like take on their expressions because you'll 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 start looking better so like you look at Brad Pitt's face and like try to assume Brad Pitt if you notice is like actually like jutting his like bottom um, jaw forward a lot um and uh, he, he he like artificially man, like manipulates his face to look even cooler than it than it should. He manipulates his face. Yeah, he's like he's like um, pushing his face out. Um, but anyway, um, let's move on to the next um, principle. Here we go. Um, nevertheless, hot women are used to being placed on a pedestal. And while they are quite comfortable there, they are also bored and creeped out by dudes who put them up there through his supplicating behavior. These women have a secret wish to, quote, meet their match, end quote, in the realm of perceived value. In pursuit of that, some even prefer abusive men to overly nice guys. They reason that punks are at least more interesting than good boys. Indeed, it seems that at least some of these women would actually prefer prefer to be mistreated than to be ass-kissed. Of course, all abusive men are really just low-life, insecure fuckers compensating for their insecurities by acting like brash assholes. 
But the lesson to be learned from these losers is that a confident front, even a bullshit one, usually wins over a meek one <clears throat> in terms of women. I mean, so basically, right. like, if if you're – if a girl will take a confident asshole over a meek, nice guy. And and it's it's interesting because it's counterintuitive. Like, you'd think that the girl would want to be with the meek, nice guy, but they, they get bored. They're just like, oh fuck, this dude's such a wimp, you know. <laughs> and they don't. It doesn't. It's not a turn on to have like this wimpy dude around. He's like, okay, honey, okay, honey, baby, you know. And um, so they just they don't like it, you know. And um, so anyway, that's that's that, that's something that you have to keep in mind. Like, uh, I, I'm not saying you should be an asshole. Um, it's just that. Women are used to, for the most part, most guys that come along are like just worshiping their fucking ass, you know, and being like, oh yeah, okay, all right, yeah, um, and they're just and they're being so supplicating, and then especially like hot girls, like they get that kind of like starry-eyed look, and they start treating you like you're, you know, some kind of until they have sex with you, and then you know whatever, you know. But like that—that's how guys are. I mean, they're just pretty predictable, like that. Um, well, um, I don't know. But but my only point in in putting forth this thing is just to tell you that like, if a girl is happy, you know, if a hot girl is prefers an asshole over a um, meek, weak dude then that tells you that the person in between those is the, the proper balance. You know what I'm saying? And so you don't want to be this meek total dude, but you don't want to be an asshole. You just want to be confident. But the point of it is, what I'm trying to drive home, is that the key feature is com- is confidence. And yeah, but how then do you differentiate confidence between assholishness? Because, you because, know, guys... Well, I, think it's, oh, no. I think it's pretty... I think it's pretty um, you could, you know, when you're being an asshole, you know, and you know when you're being confident. And what I'm trying to say is that a lot of guys, you know, they see other assholes and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to be an asshole too. And and that I'm trying to say like, you shouldn't be an asshole because, like I said, I even quote, of course, all abusive men are really just low life, insecure fuckers compensating for their insecurities by acting like brash assholes. Hmm. So that's true. I mean, so you don't want to be that. So, but the point of it is, is that women are so attracted to confidence that they will take an asshole over a non-confident nice guy. Okay, so that's just something to keep in mind. Um, here are the initial steps of a very effective... Oh, this is the married one. We we did this. The what one? The very effective icebreaker with the oh, above. Oh, yeah. Like, keeping the above in mind... Um, so let me just read it. Let me just go through it because it is kind of interesting. Um, the next time you see a girl, get a buying signal. <laughs> then do not hesitate. You know, remember we talked about buying signals. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get a signal. Do not hesitate. Oh, that's another thing. It's the three-second rule, and I think it's going to come up later, but I might as well just bring it up. The three-second rule is if you see a, if you're like on the prowl and you're a dude, you know, he doesn't have a girlfriend. Obviously, I'm not advocating you cheat on your girlfriend or do anything like that, or your wife, I'm advocating that if you're single, okay, 
the next time you see a girl you like uh, and you get a buying signal, you better um, talk to her within the next three seconds. Because if you get a buying signal and and wait longer than that to talk to her, you'll the you'll get so nervous and so ridiculous that by the time you go talk to her, like you'll you'll come off like a fucking psycho. You know, that's, right. that's what that's what happens. Is like guys will be like must they'll it'll take them like you know like an entire train ride to fucking say something to you. You know, after they've like looked you in the eye and kind of caught your eye. And by that time, it's so awkward. So it's like, and and another thing is, is like when you're talking to a girl, like suppose you see a girl on the platform of the subway, and she's just standing there uh, waiting for the train. If you go up and talk to her while she's waiting for the train, she's gonna get freaked out. But if, but if, and so in this case, the three-second rule like might not be a good idea. Like when you're in a train situation. And you see yeah, a girl. trains are just inherently awkward. Like, well, no, but the best time to talk to a girl is in the transitional stage, from going from the platform onto the train, because she's in a transition, so she's ready. She's already making a change from platform to subway, so she can go from not talking to talking. But if you, if you're not necessarily, because when you're going from platform to train, you're trying not to get hit by the people coming out of the train, and you're scoping out a seat, like. I don't really I'm not think talking so. about rush hour, okay? Rush hour is a little tough. You're not going to get far in rush hour, but uh, yeah, we're talking about like sparsely, like you know, off time in terms of the. And uh, in stuff. New York City, that would be. There are times where it's not, you know, like yeah, on a Sunday. Or not really. Well, okay, fine. So anyway, the next time you see a girl you like, get a buying signal. Then don't do not hesitate. Remember, rejection makes you hotter. How? Uh, how this is is explained in later pages. Uh, assume the sexual state. Oh, read on in later pages and learn more about this state and its advantages. Okay, the sexual state. Let me just quickly go over that. When you go into a um, a situation where you're trying to pick up girls, like just in general, you know, on the street or whatever, um, you need to get yourself into this kind of sense. Like you have to where you you have to feel like you're about to have sex and you need to get yourself mentally into it. Like how how are you like you have to basically have like a little bit of a hard on. And you have to be a little bit of a um what do you call it? Uh you have to be a little horny. And you have to like muster up some kind of horniness. So like maybe like think of a think of uh some sexual thing or whatever and and try to muster it up and get yourself into a sexual state. And and that sexual state will basically like give you bedroom eyes, will give you a certain tone of your voice, will give you a certain cadence that will instantly evoke the sexual state in any girl that you're talking to. Mm. Okay, so if you like start to you know just think of like um, sex and just like think of that you're you know this person that you're talking to, like you're about to have sex with them, you'll look right. at them in a, in a way that like will basically seduce them because they'll they'll start to get start to get that feeling from you and it's contagious and it's like you can just kind of thrust it about. Like girls do it when they're modeling and stuff like that. It's like a way to, I mean, that's how like the hot models, like they probably get a little horny and then they like stare into the camera, you know, and like... <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, girls 
probably do that. Guys do it too. But the whole point is, is like when you're in that state, everything falls into place. Like you don't have to worry about, oh, I got to speak this way or I got to look this way. Like you will be calm because you're very calm right before you have sex. And so and when you're horny, you know, like you're calm. You're you're like really steady uh, because you're like there's one thing on your mind. You know, not uh, me. I'm like crazy. Well, no, but uh, I'm not talking about when you're in a crazy sexual state. I'm talking about like a very slight, a very slight horniness. Okay, so so you get into the sexual state, assume the sexual state, and then you walk up to her calmly, hand her your business card, give her a chance to read it, and uh, and then I give you on the site here is is a link to where you can order good business cards, and you've seen my business cards. <laughs> Um, you walk up to her calmly, hand her your business card, give her a chance to read it. When she looks up, ask her if she's married. If she says yes, say, okay, have a nice day, and walk. If she says no, ask her if she has a boyfriend. If she says yes, say, okay, have a nice day, and walk. If she says no to both questions, ask her if she likes guys or girls. If she says guys, <laughs> ask her if she wants to go get a drink right now for like 10 minutes. If she does, if she says she can't, then just walk with her a bit and speak to her about basic things, where she's from, what she does, etc. After about ten minutes, say goodbye and walk. Walk a few steps, then turn her back around and ask for her number. If she says no, then say have a nice day and walk. If she says yes, get her number and call her that evening. Meet up with her as soon as possible. That's it. Do this over and over, and you will have great success. Any rejection you get out of this procedure will be well worth it, and go very far in calibrating your behavior for the next approach. The first couple of times you try it, it will be hard to break through your protective shell of antisocial inertia. But when you do this a couple of times, no matter what response you get, it will soon be almost impossible not to do it effortlessly without hesitation. Uh, so basically, it's, it's it's a procedure that you just go through almost like like a robot, and guys need that. You know, guys need something where they just like just follow this and shut up and just do it. You know, what I'm saying like because the whole problem is is you see somebody and like you're like, what do you say? You know, what, what, what do you say to this girl that you just you just see you know on the fucking uh, subway? You know, I mean, hey, right. hey, what's up? You know, it's like anything you say is lame. So, so you might as well just do what I, follow that procedure. Somebody, if you do it cool enough and you do it like lighthearted enough, it will work. If you if you come off like a total psycho and you're, like, <laughs> you know, obviously, yeah. but you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> right, you know, like, right. So that's, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, I think you asked me a lot of questions there. Of course, because you're, you it's know. Like it's like it ends, like you get annoyed after a while, no? Not about relationship questions, because it's it's a very, it's a very direct way of asking, like, do you want, are you looking, or are you, like, I'm basically saying, like, do you have a boyfriend? If you do, then I'm, I'll leave you alone. It's like a way to let them reject you uh, without them having to reject you, because they're just, they're like, you yeah, have a boyfriend, and it's done, you know? Hmm. Even if they don't, they're going to say they do just to get rid of you. Right. Instead of her being like, you know what, I think you're ugly. You know what I'm saying? She's basically saying it, but, you know, in a nicer way, so it doesn't affect you as much. But it is, make no mistake, she's rejecting you. I mean, unless she does have a boyfriend, you know. 
And usually, let's let's face it, guys. Most, you know what I used to do? I was a real evil, like because Mike Trojan of Young was like he didn't have any scruples. But I used to go up to the girl and she'd be like, "I'm like, do you have a?" She'd be like, "I have a boyfriend." I wouldn't even ask her. You know, I, I thought it was a dumb question. You shouldn't ask a girl if she has a boyfriend because <laughs> they always have a boyfriend. And this, <laughs> well, at that time, you know, I was like, I you know they could see me coming from a mile away, so they all even said they did even. You know when they didn't, but but most girls that are hot have boyfriends. I mean, it's just because why wouldn't they? You know that's why that guy was on the show was incredible, incredulous about that other girl. But even though she was not, but let's just say <laughs> she was cute. But you know she, she's all right. She looks like a head case. But um, you look like what? A head case. Oh. Uh, but what was I saying? Um, Oh yeah, hot girls always have a, a boyfriend. So I would, you know, I would be like, she'd be like, I have a boyfriend. I'd be like, so your boyfriend doesn't let you like hang out with other guys, you know, like as a friend, you know, or something like that. It's like, hey, right, man, I don't know what you're, you're trying to be a friend. <laughs> no, because I would say to her like, I don't know what you were thinking, but I was just like, I thought we'd just have a drink. Like, I, I wasn't, I'm not looking for anything really, you know. Right. But you know, it didn't really work. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, it was funny. I mean, like, I just want to say a funny story. Like, I was, I was my first, I I moved out to San Francisco, or it was my first time out in San Francisco. Like, I was there for the summer between, like, junior and senior year. And um, I went to the strip club, and um, this girl, like, started giving me a lap dance. And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, you know, you give her, like, 10 bucks, and she gives you a lap dance. And I was like, listen, um, here's 10 bucks, but just, like, you just, sit here and I'll talk to you, you know what I'm saying? What? So, yeah, like, I don't need no lap dance. Just sit on my lap. I want to have a conversation. So, started talking and this and that and uh, I was like, hey, well, you know, why don't we go and, you know, have lunch or something? She's like, I don't go out with customers. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, I'll meet you tomorrow. Like, we won't have to leave from here. Like, I'll meet you outside. Like, she's like, all right. She's like, meet me at Nordstrom. And this is a girl, like, she had, like, bleach blonde hair, right? And she was, like, all skinny. She's kind of cute, whatever. But uh, so I go to Nordstrom the next day, and um, she orders, like, a French dip or something. And I don't know if you know that. It's, like, a roast beef sandwich that you dip in, like, some meat juice. It's pretty pretty gross. Sounds foul. Yeah. Anyway, so she's she's talking to me, and she's uh, we're, we're going back for the – I mean, I find out that, like, the guy who runs the strip club is, like, a total, like – He's this like Chinese guy asshole, and uh, he's 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 he jacks up the price of you know because they have to pay to get on the stage. Basically, they have to buy stage time, which is like wow. Yeah, that's how it works. But you buy stage time for like you know fifteen minutes, and it's like a hundred dollars. I mean, or I don't know. It's probably not that much. Probably at that time it was like right. So that so the money that you get thrown on stage, you pretty much are giving to the owner. Up, up, you know, if you, you the whole point is that you 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 should try to you, you usually do make more than thirty bucks, so you right. know, in, in one and shit like that. So she was just telling me about how that guy's like, you know, he's he's filthy rich and you know he just cheats them out of everything, makes them buy their own drinks and and how she lives in her car and she's like lives with her, and her boyfriend. Right, you know how to pick them, don't you? Yeah, and your your boyfriend's an asshole, and I was like, oh, your boyfriend? She's like, yeah, and I was like, well, where's your boyfriend right now? And she's like, he's over there, and he he points to this dude, like, sitting, like, few 
tables down, like in the same Nordstrom. It was like a cafe in Nordstrom. I don't know, like they have a little cafe there. And so he's sitting at this table. He's, he looks like he looks exactly like Sid Vicious, the the punk rocker guy. Mm-mm. And he's like this punk rocker dude. And and I'm like, oh well, why don't you have him come over here? You know, I was like, bring him. <laughs> you know, have him come. I know. I was like, so I thought it was so cool. And like, I have him come over. And uh, he's just kind of looking at me, like grilling me, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And uh, I don't know, it was like an awkward, it was an awkward lunch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and but it's, I. And it's gonna yeah, be I think she was, up on the fact that she's like, "Meet me at Nordstrom's." I mean. She was trying yeah. to hustle. She was trying to hustle some shit, for some money from me, and I think like, she was like, "Well, I'll meet the dude, and you sit over there, and like, let's see what I can get with him." But then I guess she didn't mind like saying that's where he was. Anyway, that was an interesting um strippers they have a bad they usually have some bad under underneath uh, that you, you don't want to deal with anyway let's go let's move on uh, let's let's move on to the next principle seduction necessarily incorporates a bit of touching so you should start touching a girl early on after you've gotten to know her a bit of course so it's it's not a shock and you do this so it's not a shock when you do touch her the kind of touching that will be Initially acceptable is first the hand. A simple high five for any damn reason is a good way to start it off. Also, putting your arm around a girl's shoulder like she's your kid's sister in a congratulatory way is also usually quite acceptable. As you get to know a woman better, you can ask her where on her body she first feels the spark of attraction. And if Oh, my God. Yeah, and if it's in a sexually neutral area... Oh, my era, God. What? Someone try this on me. And if it's in a sexually neutral area, trace it with your finger. That way you are anchoring the sensation of attraction to you. This is a subtle art, so subtlety is king here. Non-threatening erogenous zones include, of course, the hands, but also the wrists, the scalp, the neck, the shoulders, and very carefully, the thigh. Be careful not to move too soon or too often with this touching stuff or you'll come off like a creep. But done correctly, you can accelerate your progress. But anyway, you, go on. I, that's interesting. You've had this done. Uh, yeah, but now I just like totally lost it because so. I was listening to what you're No, but tell me. What happened? I don't even now remember. I just remember that happening. Interesting. It sounded familiar. Somebody asked you? Where on your body you feel attracted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where was that? Where is it? I don't remember. Okay. Well, it's interesting. I mean, so basically, um, you'll notice that like a true player, like Roberto is an old player. Like he's 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 you know he just goes for whatever. But like Roberto used to be much more subtle, and like he'd just start start palling around with the girl, you know, after a while, like putting his arm around her, hugging her, and before you know, he's making out with her. So. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was just an interesting tactic, uh, I, you know. Um, so that's that. So, and I think it's important. Just touching, you know, very subtle, very subtle. The, the, the less is more, you know. If you start touching a lot, mm-hmm. she'll, she'll notice if you want. Well, yeah, she would. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, but at the same time, like a girl will like put her hand on your thigh, and like you'll know that like. That's something, you know. Girls kind of they do their own touching, but uh, hmm. usually you'll know if everything's going okay. If like you get the same kind of thing back, you know, but she won't even know she's doing it. 
Okay, so <clears throat> here's the next principle. So you're standing there with the new girl at work or wherever, racking your brain about something to talk about, and you can't think of one goddamn thing to say. She might even seem eager herself and is also stumped for conversational topics. So you get that awkward silence. That's when you drop a cliffhanger about her personality. Say to her, you know, I've noticed something about you that makes that many people probably haven't. When she asks you what it is, answer by telling her, I don't know if I should tell you. I really don't know you that well. This will really get her interest going. Let her ask again. Say, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's my place to say. Play conversationally within this cliffhanger realm for a bit and then finally tell her. Well, it seems to me that though you put up a tough exterior, a lot of the time you feel lonely. Your beauty creates a kind of wall around you. It makes other It makes other women jealous and makes the men you meet act weird. This should get some kind of discussion going. This is just an example. You can do this kind of cliffhanger technique in any way you want. The point is not uh, that was an example of what of the structure. Of you what will you get like do. a rolled eyes. That's what you would get with that comment, that statement. Which one? The whole like your beauty is a wall. I mean, <laughs> what? Oh come on. I mean, you cannot say that to a chick that you know, like you have to. No, all of a sudden you do psychoanalysis on her. No, it's it's a. But you understand the structure is the cliffhanger. So you have to get the girl being like, what, 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 and like she has to actually like beg you to tell her. Right. No, that I totally like agree with. But I mean, what you say afterwards got to be a little bit more like suave. Okay, fine. I mean, uh, it was uh, you know. I think that you could. I think you could pull that off if you said it cool enough. But uh, I was reading. But you would say something Maybe like, "Maybe not all men are as cool as you, right, Mike." Let me, let me let me not do it. I did. I think I when I said it and I read it, I sounded like a total dork. So <laughs> let's, let, let's just say how like let's let's do this as a dialogue. Okay, so. I'm I'm gonna be the guy and you're the girl, okay? Okay. Like, you know, I've noticed something about you that many people probably haven't. Oh, you sound like Ralph Burley. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. What? I, I, I what? You're gonna say like, what have you? You know, obviously. Oh, what? What? What have you noticed? I don't know if I should tell you. I I really don't know you that well. Okay, no, just tell me. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's my place to say. Why not? You started it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't. I'm, I'm no. I'm not gonna tell you. Okay. Don't tell me. Whatever. Okay, fine. Well, it just it seems to me that you know you okay you put up a tough exterior. But a lot of time you feel lonely. What? I mean, I, I really think your it, your beauty creates like a sort of wall around you, and it makes other women jealous, and it makes the men you act act weird. Is that why you're I mean, acting weird? <laughs> the men you act act weird. Um, <laughs> that was a great. That's a great comeback. Is that why you're acting weird? Um, and 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 my response would be like maybe. Um, anyway. You don't even choke on my chair. <laughs> that was a good comeback. 
That yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that's how it should go. So keep so try that out. Okay, the next one, because um, we're running out of time here. The best way to initially foster attraction in a woman is to keep her guessing about where she stands with you. The best way to keep her guessing is to follow up any I like you signals with signals that sort of say, I might not like you. <laughs> so like, okay, you're going to have to like totally elaborate on Here's that. an example. Okay, for example, you might tell a girl, hey, I think we have a lot in common, you and I. Uh, I think you have a lot in common, you and I. Let that sink in. We have we have a lot in condom. Yeah, in condom, right? <laughs> in common, in common. We yeah, have a lot of tell... condoms, you and I. <laughs> yeah, you. It's only because I'm staring at a condom right now. Okay. Used, of course. Okay, well, it's not, it's not advertising. What? But, uh, your ad is up on Craigslist already. Okay, so. Yeah, on the casual encounters. Does nobody murder me? That's all. Hey, anyway. you're a hoe. I know. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so for example, you might tell a girl, hey, I think we have a lot in common, you and I. I don't know why you would say you and I. I mean, that sounds very formal. But uh, <laughs> You and I. You know, <laughs> hey, I think we have a lot in common, you and I. <laughs> so you let that sink in. And you give her the idea that you're into her. But then after a little while, while say what she is you? just listen, okay? But then after a little while, say she mentions that she hates country music, you might respond, well, I don't know if I can trust a woman who hates country. What are you, some kind of elitist? And really? so basically you get the idea. Um, some call this the push-pull technique. And you, what happens is you pull them toward you and then you push them away. Compliment, then playfully criticize. Make them work for the compliment because doing so makes them value you much more than if you were just being an all-around nice guy all the time. So it's the mixed signal thing. And like it, it, it does generate attraction in the, initial, in the initial encounter. If you're just like Mr. Nice Guy through the whole thing, she, she, she's going to get bored, I'm telling you. It's 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 you know it's through trial and error, my friend. You know Mike Trozen has been through a lot of bad rejections. Okay. No, uh, next okay. next principle. Next principle. You should be approaching single lone women. Trying to approach women in the company of others, her friends or yours, is not advised. This is because women want sex just as much as men, but they are much less willing to demonstrate that desire in the presence of their friends. Um. So, so what do you think about that? Because that's directly to you. I think I agree. Right? I mean, if your friends like see you get picked up by some random dude, it's not going to look too good, right? Well, it's, not gonna, it's just like awkward for you because, you know, like you've got – it's one thing to have people you don't know like looking at you and the way you're like reacting to a guy – and it's another thing to have people that you talk to on a daily basis looking at you while you're interacting with a guy that you don't know. You know what I mean? And it's like, and it's it's weird because if the guy's cute, then of course like a girl's gonna be nervous. Girl, girls are nervous too, no matter how hot they are. And so that they're gonna be like uber nervous around their girlfriends. And if the guy is like not so cute and they're not that into him, 
like, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, they can't be, like, too rude, but they can't seem like, like they're into that guy either. So it's just like, no, it's just not a good good thing. Wait, are you saying, are you trying to say that, um, are you saying that, like, you, trying to, uh, what, what, what are you saying? Are what? you saying that? If you're not listening, what are you doing? That's no, I was, I, <laughs> No, what I'm trying to say is that... Oh, you're hesitating? <laughs> funny, funny. I mean, in terms of... Um, are you more hesitant? Are you more hesitant to re- be rejecting of the guy when there's your friends around? Or, I mean, are you more... Um, I'm not necessarily more hesitant to be rejecting of the guy. In fact, you, no, actually, you're more encouraged to reject the guy. Well, you are more encouraged to reject the guy, but, like, you don't want to do it in, like, a too rude manner. I mean, you want to do it rude enough where it's, like, funny to your friends, so it's, like, something that everyone laughs about afterwards. But, I mean, but you don't also want to just be, like, a mean bitch, you know? So it's just, like, it's better to just stay away from a girl if she's around her girlfriend. It's just, you know, like, let that be girl time and just leave it alone. Okay. Yeah, and I think, too, like, it's bad to have another dude around. If you're, like, what do you a mean? Dude with it. Like, if you're some dude approaching some chick and he's got another dude with him, like, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, that's just lame. That's what I'm saying. So it's better if you're a guy trying to pick up chicks, like, don't be with your friend, your dumbass friend. Um <laughs> Okay, so let's move on. Were you always the friend? No, I was. I always had my. I always had my dumbass friend with me, and you. And and they they always guy friends always sabotage your shit, and like they're all haters, you know. Like when it comes down to it, they're fucking haters. And Jeff, I mean Jeff, like there was this one uh, chick that Jeff used to like, and. you know, she was she was cute. She's a very cute chick, but her friend was so fucking ugly and fat. And you know, it's such a shame that like a hot girl like that would would hang around with this fat, ugly girl. Not not because like you know whatever. I mean, I, I don't have any prejudice against ugly chicks. I'm just saying that like fat chicks. <laughs> no, I'm not even fat chicks. And my point is is that it was a shame because how you know she, her friend could never go on a double date because. They would just, or she would end up on a double date always with some dude who was like hating it, and and then Jeff, and one of those dudes one t- one time was me, you know, but I always was very careful. I was like, and I would always tell Jeff, I was like, there's no way, dude, that we're hanging out like me and her and you and her, like that's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not that dynamic. That's so is, sad. Right. So I would always make sure there was like one more dude there, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but um, but that's that's how I deal I dealt with it because I was just you know, I don't know. It just it just seems odd that there would be um, such a hot girl with such an ugly girl, but that you see that a lot. You know, I mean, your friends are hot, but like you know, um, and you're but and you're hot too, so you don't really you don't do that. But you don't hang around with like ugly, ugly chicks. No, but not for any reason. I just don't know any. Yeah, you know, like right. super ugly. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, but uh, so, but explain. Um, 
briefly though where you know where you feel most comfortable being approached by a guy I don't no but when you're single sing, uh, single and why what is Oprah <laughs> I don't know I really don't know how to answer that question I I can't ever I can't say that there's a place that I feel comfortable being approached by a guy. I mean, there's so many factors and variables that are brought into the mix, you know. If I it depends on my mood, it depends on I don't you know, am I feeling cute that day? I mean, some days I'm just not feeling hot and if a guy were to approach me I wouldn't appreciate appreciate it. But I don't know. It just I can't say. I can't say. I mean, I've always met guys in school, so, you know, I never really ventured outside of that platform to, like, meet guys. And then if I ever did, like, I don't know, was ever approached by a guy, I can't even say. I've been approached at art galleries and, you know, maintained friendships from there. But, like, I don't, I can't say. I really don't know how to answer that question because there's so many things that go into. Actually, art gallery is a good place. I mean, that's a good place to pick up girls. Um, (laughs) Um, because a lot of dumb chicks. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, Fuck you. No, I think an art gallery is actually a very nice place to pick up girls because, one, it's an easy conversation starter. The conversation is staring you right in the face. It's the art that you're looking at. You know, it's... It, come on. How much easier yeah. can it get? My best line is, like, um, I, I always go up to the girl like when she's looking at it and be like, I have a poster of that at home. A poster. Yeah. I mean, maybe that might have worked in high school, but not not in your twenties and thirties. <laughs> no, but see, don't you? People have to understand, and that's what I'm trying to convey with these lines. Is that, is that like a joke? The lines are the lines are unimportant. It's the delivery that's so important. Um, like if if you have any kind of nervousness in you, obviously that line is going to come off like ridiculous. But if you're a chill dude that line will be fine. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to be Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, if it came out funny, I'd probably, like, laugh at the guy, you know? I, I Yeah, I probably would. Um, yeah, you're right. It is all about the delivery. I've definitely... I mean, I've been to art galleries and photograph galleries galore, and I've heard some <laughs> interesting things. Some caught my attention, and some just, you know, was like, What have wow. you heard? What's the most um, disgusting thing that you've ever heard? The most disgusting? I mean, I don't... Oh, my God. I mean, they're coming out of a guy's mouth, like, communicated to you. Um, huh. The most... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Nothing really has been that foul, actually. Right, right. Okay. I've been lucky. Well, that's good. That's good. And I don't mean it in a... I mean, you could also... I mean, I'm sure you've heard shit as a joke. You know, but that's different. That's not really foul that way. Like, yeah, foul, no. is when they, foul is like when the guy really means it. Like, I wanna, I don't even know. What would be foul? Like, what What could a guy say that's foul? I mean, there's quite a bit, but I mean, like, come on. Dude, you could think of some shit. I'm not I wish I could. I'm like drawing so many blanks tonight. Oh, I don't well, know you why. know, what's interesting is because I, you know, like, I always, me and my friend, um, um, this guy Dave B, who's a 
he actually put me in a he put me in a film in uh, in in school. Like there's a film of me, a black and white film of me in school, um, where I played a milkman that stole somebody's girlfriend. The milkman. Oh, that's a. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, Dave B and I. Uh, um, what, we, what were we talking about just now? I just like. What is wrong with you? No, what because you know, what, brain? you know what happened. What's her name came into my voice. You know, they're like one minute remaining. Gonna keep me on. Oh, uh, 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 what's her um, name? Well, not her name. The English chick. Um, <laughs> but what were we talking about? Because she interrupted me in like my my train of thought. Um, foul things. Oh right. And so, you know, he, he had just gone out on a date with, like, some new chick, you know, and then he was, like, you know, trying to get a girlfriend going on. And, um, you know, he he, had, he wasn't, you know, the, the most dashing dude. He was a redhead guy. Um, and uh, we I was just brainstorming, of like, what would be the absolute worst thing to say at the end of your first date to the girl? You know, <laughs> like, you know when it's, like, all over and everything's gone really well. And like what you would say, you know, and um, we, I, I came up with like, can I um, have a cup of pussy juice, please? Ew. <laughs> I know. Like it's like the, it's the last thing. Like okay, see you tomorrow. Like and then you turn back around. And you're like, hey, can can we get a cup? But we would, but we would say it in like an English accent. So it would be like, "Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, mom. Could I have a wee cup?" <laughs> English? That's like Irish. No, I'm, I don't know why we. For you, girl. Yeah, it was like because we we had this bottle of liquor that we used to take shots from, and it was like a for you, girl. It said that on the actual. Um, a for you. A for you go. You know, it was kind of like before you go. A for oh, you go. Uh, a for you go. Have a wee bit of this here uh, whiskey. You know, and like, instead we were like, a for you go. A for you go. And uh, it was, uh, can I have a cup of pussy juice? And like, boom. The, 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 that, would, that would kill everything. You know, all the momentum. You would never have a second date, right? I, I mean, like... It's got to be, that's just outrageous. I mean, that's like, that's, what I'm that's, that's, well, that's just outrageous. If you were to like, I'm not, I'm not, her, what? but that's, that's why it's, I mean, that's the whole point of it is like, the, the that's exactly the most outrageous thing you could possibly say. That's, that's what I was trying to come up with. Right. Like I was trying to come up with like the most ridiculous thing to say that would destroy the entire date and make it a, a bad date. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that that would just be like funny. I actually maybe that wouldn't be funny, but I mean, like, if it was something like, it wouldn't be funny. You'd be freaked out, dude. If a new if you were to say that to me, I'd just be like, what? Well, now I mean, weirdo. No, no, no. Even if I didn't like know you like that, it was like the first date. I mean, and you said that to me like while after you like you know on my doorstep while you were dropping me home, I'd just be like, what? You, you gotta admit, though, it's it's funny because uh, I mean that's the reason why I thought of it because it's just like the most awkward creating moment. Just yeah, like, but I'm saying, but like I would just turn around and say what, and like if you didn't repeat it, it'd just be like whatever. Like if you were to call me, 
I probably wouldn't even like bring it up. <laughs> if I followed up on it, like, hey, how's that cup coming? <laughs> no. <laughs> then, you know, I would just change my number. But no, I mean, like, if we were to talk again normally, and, you know what I mean? Like, I'd probably just be like, okay, that was such a weird-ass comment. You know, I, I think I'd probably just, maybe I'd take it as a joke. But if you were to be like, would you know, like, if you were to, like, say something sexual and use that word, I can't even say the word, then I I think that would that would be the ultimate dislike. If I, if I said, like, something sexual? With that word, like, I, I can't, I don't know, I can't say the word. Oh, I see. Pussy juice? Well, not necessarily <laughs> juice, but... <laughs> a cup? But I, I forgot it. I can't, because I can't say it. I'm, like, trying to form my the words, you, and I can't... You mean, you mean cunt? No, no, I, I can't say, like, the P word. Oh, p- pussy. I can't, yeah, do you say it with such ease? Well, because, I mean, my mom used, like, used to call my cat a pussy cat. So I mean, I didn't really think of it as <laughs> like it is. It is kind of play it on your childhood. Why don't you? No, really. I mean, my 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 um, my mom often my my brother used to make fun of my mom or she, when he, she was he was making fun of her when he came back from Italy because he was like, <laughs> "Hit my big pussy!" <laughs> oh my God, your mother did not say that. She did. She said oh that to her God. cat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awkward. Wow. She's like, my big pussy! <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Oh, yeah, she was just, I'm scarring. <laughs> but she didn't even, my, you know, she was talking about a cat. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Like... <laughs> Yeah, my brother was, like, doing it. He was, like, doing a rendition of it, and she was, like, getting pissed. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Wow. Now you're scarred for life now. Yeah. I'm sorry. You you know what I want to do is I'm going to open up the chat. Uh, session, so maybe if anybody's like listening, they can. Isn't it late? Like, aren't you off there? Oh, that's right. I'm off. Yeah, you're right. I might as well stay. I should have put it on when we were on the air. But anyway, um, um, shows you how good I am as a host. But anyway, let's go back to this uh, list here. We're, we're almost done here um, for tonight. Uh, well, it's going to be a long way to get through these manuals. We're on manual 13. Page two, you know. Good luck, you know. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, bu- bu- bu. Okay. Uh, you should be a, okay. You lone women. Okay, your in, your internal state when approaching women should be one of sexual enthusiasm, horniness, basically. This state stays off panic in a way that no other does. When you see a woman that strikes your fancy, imagine having sex with her, picture it, and try to feel the desire and lust. This sexual state plus the realization that she wants sex as much as you will be the two most important things to your success. So don't forget them. That is disgusting. That's hardcore, dude. It's just like, boom. You know, she's just as horny as you. 
because uh, guys don't realize that. They think like, oh, yeah, girls, like, they don't want sex. Um, when a girl says she likes a confident man, it means she likes a guy. Like, when the girl says she likes confident men, it means she likes guys who remember the above passage, period. So, when a girl, you know, you understand. So, basically, that is a guy who understands that she he needs to be in a sexual state and that the sexual state can be transmitted to the girl. Uh, the passage will teach you how to have one... This page will teach you to have one-night stands. Knowing this skill is also, however, the best way to get into a long-term relationship. This is because unless the girl is a total slut, she will want to justify her participation in a one-night stand to herself with the thought that it was love at first sight. That is so not true. It Believe me, she'll be happier if it is love at first sight than if it is a one-night stand. Let's put it like that. No. Okay? What, dude? Are you trying to tell me that the, that a girl wouldn't want to meet somebody that she loves at first sight? I mean, first of all, like, I think that that is like the most unrealistic thing ever. There is no such obviously, thing as love obviously. at first sight. And if girls are as sexual as guys, or at least have a huge, a larger sex drive than guys, you know, assume that they have, then a one-night stand is a one-night stand. It's a fuck. I was horny. I wanted to fuck. Okay, now I'm moving on. Like, to think that girls are just like, oh, my God, I just had sex with this guy. He may be the one. That is the most, that's that's so not true. Not true at all. And I think that that's like, skews guys into thinking that they could be assholes about the situation. Because, like, they're like, oh, well, she had sex with me. We had sex. Now she's, like, hooked. And that's so not the case. Okay, so but but you notice I put a caveat in that statement. I was like, I said the page will teach you to have one night stands. Knowing this is all, um, knowing this skill is also, however, the best way to get into a long term relationship. This is because unless the girl is a total slut, she will justify her participation in a one night stand no, herself. That's with not thought. necessarily true. She doesn't have to be a slut to just to like sex. I mean, I was horny. All of a sudden, I'm a slut because I'm not trying to seek a relationship. If you have a one night stand, like in your girl, that's fucked up. That no, that's such that's, that's bullshit. I'm sorry, that's like sexist and that's wrong. That's so wrong. Girls uh, no, are I'm just not, as horny I'm, as guys. I agree that it's sexist. I mean, I'm just saying though that like girls are sexist toward themselves. I mean, girls, no, they're it, not. That's like a lot of times have, look, they're not. Girls wonder, and they think they wonder whether or not. Do you think guys wonder whether or not they're sluts? I mean, in the same way that no, a girl possibly would. not. No, don't get me wrong. Girls probably do wonder if they're sluts, but I think that sometimes that wondering comes more out of like the amount of partners that they've had, or you know that kind of thing. Not, I had a one night stand. Oh my god, am I a slut? Like no, but I mean, don't you think though that like. If it is love at first sight, it kind of proves that you're not a slut. I mean, on some level, because, you know, like, you're you're really are going after love, but, you know, you'll take this. But if you find it, you know, this way, then that's good, too. That's a good thing. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I'm just saying, like, it's it's a better scenario if you do end up with a guy who is, is that you do love at first sight than some guy you just want to fuck. I'm just, I mean, it's, you know, for anybody, it's nice to, like, 
have sex with a person and then end up in a relationship with that person. However, sometimes it's also nice just to fucking leave. I understand, but, like, if the guy is cool, (laughs) if the guy is cool and the guy is, like, hip and he's he's a nice guy, like, it's, it's a good thing. And, and 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 I'm just saying, like this. What I'm trying to say is that this site, though it is, it will show you how to have one night stand. Um, it doesn't preclude relationships. That's all. I'm, mm-hmm. That's all I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to make with that. Um, and so let's go a little bit further, but then we'll 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 wrap it up here. Um, okay. The, get out of the mentality of dates. Dates are for losers. The act of going out on a date will trigger all her hard-to-get conditioning. Just approach, isolate, and go for it. No. So basically, my my idea here is that you see a girl, you bring her into an isolated situation, and you start making out with her. And uh, it doesn't matter, you know, where you are. If uh, the quicker, the better. Oh, now who's? I mean, you want her to be a slut? Is that what it is? Then no, no. It's just it's just breaking it's breaking through that kind of. Um, it, you should be hard charging. Uh, the girl is there to defend, and you're there on the offense. You know, so I'm just talking about like in you know a single guy who's trying to get a girlfriend. It, it's it's your. Right, you're not gonna get a girlfriend by throwing her against the wall and kissing her. No, but I don't mean it's going that hard. I just mean, like, you go in one direction, and that's the direction you're going in, and you should go as quickly as you can when you see that there there is an opening. But the point is, is that the girl's there to defend and say no to you and show you what you're doing wrong by rejecting you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what mm-hmm. the whole situation It's a school that you're going to every time you hang out with a chick. And, like, guys who – there's guys who never – you know, want to put themselves through that school. Uh, they don't want to get any kind of rejection. So what they do is they accumulate money, they accumulate fame, they accumulate whatever they think they need to make rejection completely impossible. So the girl will be like, well, he's got a nice car, he's rich, he's got a good job, he's got, you know, he's got all these things. Uh, he definitely is, you know, unrejectable, but yet he still gets rejected. So. It's just funny that, like, he who wants to avoid rejection the most gets it the most, you know, and uh, and vice versa. So you should you should understand that every time you do get rejected, it's like just taking a class, you know, and you, there's an issue that you've figured out now and that you basically can uh, – this uh, – Girls don't like it when this, you know, and like, <laughs> you, you right. get, you, after a while you get a lot of those and then you start to see what they do like and then you kind of variate it and you become, you know, it's just practice, man. Practice makes perfect. And the reason, let me just like, you know, I mean, I just want to dispel people who are listening to this and thinking, oh, well, this guy's an asshole and he's just trying to like get get people to pick up chicks and whatever. My my feeling is that all this violence towards women, all these kinds of like things that happen that are just horrible, like people blowing away their wife and you know her lover and all this thing, is because they don't understand these principles. And to me, it's sad because they're so simple. It's like it's like jujitsu of principles. It's like 
for example, there's a very simple one that's like if you give a lot of compliments to your girlfriend, if you tell her every day that she's the most beautiful girl and that she's so beautiful, and then after a while your compliments are become like currency, and they and they basically have no value. You know, like they become overprinted currency. So the point where it's just like, yeah, I'm beautiful, thank you. Like you just told me that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if I kept telling you you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, like after a while it would just get it would start to ring like you know, why are you you know, sucking my dick over here, you know? Oh you probably right. wouldn't say that. But you know what I'm saying, like it's it's it gets to be too much. And the reason why I'm trying to I'm I, I put up this site, uh, which is at no money dot com and you can read all the stuff there. Uh it, it basically because I think that guys would function better and treat women better on the whole, and there wouldn't be this many like crazy violent outbursts that come from just people not understanding these basic principles. Um, so here we go. Uh, be careful never well, to verbalize. Great. I think we should just do one more, and you know, I mean, we don't have to read the whole site today. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just think that like that last comment that you made is like great. Waited like ten. Oh, okay. Well, it was um, just like it pretty much like linked the point of the site. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, I think it's a good point to make because people sort of like they think, oh, well, you're you're just an asshole trying to get girls like fucked. And I'm what I'm trying to say is just that it's it, these are principles that if if guys don't know them, they get so enraged about the fact that you know they don't have the woman they want and. And I, I think that these these uh, principles can get you any woman that you want. I mean, anyone, including movie stars. But anyway, uh, be careful never to verbalize. If you want, if you have to go, that's fine, because I'm I I, I have a few more to do. And uh, but uh, you can you, you can sign off because I can just talk about them without you. You know what I'm saying? Fine. Hello. Fine. Whatever. Okay. So I mean, if you feel tired. Um, it's fine. I, I, you know, it, it's good to get a woman's perspective, but you know, I'm not gonna like sit here and like uh, force you. I know you, you're a hot girl. You got places to go, people to see. You know, and what is it? It's, it's a Tuesday night. I mean, it's like one forty-six a.m. Like, you, I guess you got a big party. You got like a rave or something. You gonna rave? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I got the. <laughs> All right, um, we should, you know, we should go to that rave, dude. There's like a hot rave um, uh, in Manhattan at uh, on 42nd Street and what is it, 42nd and 9th Avenue or something? Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's a hot rave, hot rave on 40, 42nd and 9th Avenue. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start like um, talking about 42nd. Well, I, I shouldn't even. Um, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's a secret rave. Like you can't find it. Like it's not. Oh. Like you have to you have to look for the lookout guy, and he's like this dude with like wearing like a neon headband, and like you ask him, you ne- and the uh, the password is uh, what's the password? Do you do you remember it? <laughs> no, it's a secret asshole. You just said it's a secret rave. Why would yeah, you secret rave, dude. But if you say the right password to this guy, uh, I think it's no money involved or something like that. But like, uh, ha, ha, ha. 
you see the you say the secret password to him, and he'll give you like um, a hit of ecstasy and the doorway, and um, and and maybe even he'll give you a blowjob if you're gay. But um, but anyway, um, let's let's be careful never to verbalize. Your, so 42nd and 9th Avenue. There's a little um, there's a little uh, corner there that you can like congregate on, and the guy with the neon headband will will come and get you. Okay. Um, be careful never to verbalize your sexual desire, however. This kind of literal communication of your state will turn her off. So you see there, there's a distinction in getting into the sexual state and declaring it. Are, are you there? Yes. What's going on? Nothing. Oh, okay. You're, um, okay. Anyway, so you hear what I'm saying, right? Yes. All right. So, okay, so seduction cannot really occur unless you are close to her. You, you need to be within six to eight inches from her. Slowly move in as you see her loosening up. Thus, good breath is of ultra importance. No reaction. I guess, I guess. Sorry, I was doing something. I had to get my rabbits. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm keeping you up. Um, okay, we're only going to go, we're going to go for about five more minutes and then. Whatever, it's your show. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can always get off. But um, I feel bad, like, make, forcing you off the air out of sheer exhaustion. But. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. How about you wrap up the end and then I'm going to go? Okay. All right, bye. All right, have a good have a good night. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay. Um, let Let's just finish up this last page here, and then we'll uh, call it a night. Uh, Vanessa Lobo was great to hang out that long about it. Like, basically, like you know. I, I with respect to her, like I don't have, I don't really um, follow the whore manual because I, sh- you know, I probably should because she's probably sick of it, you know, like. But uh, you know, I, I, you might say that I'm like such a whore that I don't even have to follow my own manual. But I, you know, it's, you can you can understand what I'm saying. It, I, yeah, it is called the whore manual, which I don't know how that name came about, but uh, that's how, what I that was the original name of the site was whoremanual.com. Um, okay, so we go, let's go down. Um, you must touch her. Start with the hands and the arms and the lower back, the upper back, face, hair, then thighs, hand placed but stationary. Don't look at your hand as you touch her. Okay, so whenever you do touch her, you don't look at your hands. Because um, uh, then you sort of telegraph what you're doing. Uh, the, the more women you approach, the more success you will have. Uh, so please, before you read on, pledge that you will approach at least one woman a week. If you can't make this pledge, then why uh, read on? And, and, I'm, and, and really, there's really no reason for you to listen to this unless you are actually approaching at least one woman a week and getting 
at least some kind of feedback on how you're doing. And the only only kind of feedback you're going to get is either rejected or not. You know, and and each rejection will be of a specific kind that you'll be able to understand what you did wrong and uh, do better the next day. Uh, after a while, it'll become like a sport. But you need to get, it, it needs to become like a habit because otherwise you won't do it and you'll just spend all your days like wishing some fucking magical princess will come along and, and it's just it's useless. Uh, okay. Okay, the tone of your voice is important. So practice speaking deep and resonantly. Speak slower with an inflection of optimism and kindness. Uh, so basically, you want to you want to keep your because a lot of guys, a lot of uh, uh, white guys, they they speak through their nose, and in a way, like I feel like I, I still do it, and I and I try not to, um, but. I don't know what what happened with white guys or with the braces or I, I don't know, but like oh, they they talk through their nose and they're like, yeah, I don't know why that happens. I mean, I guess it happens to black guys too, but it's weird. Some guys will talk like a baby. They'll be like, you know, you know, it's just it's weird, and I don't understand. Like, do they not hear their own voice? You know, I, I don't get it. Anyway, so make sure your voice is, is as deep as it possibly can and, you know, try not to talk out of your nose. I'm snorting here. Uh, try to determine her state when you approach and then try to match it. So if you break her state, for example, and you approach with too much enthusiasm when she is mad, calm, that'll make uh, her view your approach as too intrusive. So... You know, one girl is like going, some girls are really chill, so if you come out there with a lot of energy, she's going to get freaked out. So you want to try to match the state she's in. So if she's in a super chill state, then you're in a super chill state. If she's like kind of like a happy-go-lucky state, then you want to be in a happy-go-lucky state. <clears throat> that's that's the best way to, to deal with that. Um, and I think we have two more here, and then we're going to call it a night. Um Introduce yourself with your full name first and last. Now, you don't have to give your real name, you know, um, but, you know, keep one name that is your name, you know, and don't don't variate it. I, I wouldn't try to have different names at different times, you know. Just whatever, if you don't like your name, then change your name, you know, but, you know, it's, that's your right, so... Um, so when she so what you do is you introduce yourself with your full name first and last, and when she tells you hers, say it a lot. Psychologists say hearing one's own name from someone else builds a connection. So what I'm saying there is that the more you say the girl's name, the more she will bond to you initially, um, and it'll help you so you don't forget it. Because how many times have you like heard somebody's name for the first time? You have to ask it like four times because you're um, you can't you you know you just forget it. <clears throat> uh, I say here, avoid talking about puke, shit, piss, ejaculation, death, your shitty job, her shitty job, illness, religion, politics, rape, 
child molestation, porn, or sex. Anything negative is off limits. Now, I, you know, I, I kind of take issue with that. I, I feel like you could work those things into a conversation, um, but you'd have to do it very creatively. Um, so, <laughs> I, I mean, I just think it, 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 it can be funny. So, I mean, I think in terms of the interest of humor, I think all of those things are fine, but I don't know why I say anything negative is off limits. I I almost think that unless you're talking about it as some kind of like it's some kind of good humor, you know, then it's it's off limits. So you have to be in good spirits and be talking about it in, in, in going somewhere with it. Don't just be dwelling in shit or dwelling in piss or job molestation. You know, like let or rape. You know. This is, these are usually initial meetings, so I mean, I guess you don't want to be talking about rape, <laughs> but I might as well get it out in the open, you know. So, um, and finally, um, this is a test. Uh, women love to test men. Tests are little hurdles. Um, she'll put them in your way during the seduction. If you pass the test, uh, you kick her attraction level up a notch. If you fail, you derail the seduction. Here are a few examples and some good responses. Test. She's late or doesn't show up. The wrong thing to do in that in response to that is get pissed. Uh, the right thing to do in response to that is tell her she owes you something now, like a drink, so it's cool. Okay. Uh, test. She gives you the runaround when you ask for her number. The wrong thing to do was be to try to convince her to give it to you. Okay, the right thing is say, yeah, well, good thinking. Truth be told, I've always wanted to write one of those for a good time call so and so messages on the men's room wall. Keep teasing her in this manner. Later, tell her you have to go to the men's room, wait a beat or two, and then um, you know for it to sink in, and then ask. So, uh, what was your number again? So I guess you're trying to say that you're going to put her number. I don't know why I put that in there. I think I think I heard that. I think someone told me about that. Uh, so that's not actually my idea. But uh, but you know, it's something like that where you're just um, it's a comeback to her saying that I don't you know want to give you my number. That that basically demonstrates that you don't give a shit. You know, and uh, I think once you demonstrate that, that's the test, and you've passed it, and you'll get the number. Um, Another test is she's resisting playing along with your playful banter and starts getting negative. The, uh, the wrong thing to do is keep trying to entertain her. Okay. Uh, the right thing to do is give her your back and withdraw your attention from her. If you've planted the right scenes, you'll, seeds, you'll see her fight to get your attention back. So this is like when you, sometimes you'll be... You'll meet a girl initially, and uh, she'll start to like you, and then all of a sudden she'll just like start not liking you. And it's weird because they'll, um, things will be going well, but then somehow she'll try to convince herself that you know she doesn't like you, and she might even succeed in convincing herself that if you play into her scheme to do it. Because uh, one of one of, a big test is. Um, You know, initially, her 
acting negative to your playfulness. And then she wants to see how you will react to that, um, to her negative state. And so if you just keep trying to entertain her, you just become like the court jester, and it's, it's ridiculous. So you want to be very focused and um, turn around, you know, just withdraw your attention, you know. So then all of a sudden she has to be the court jester for you. And uh, you'll see. You'll still start to fight to get your attention back. Okay, I think I think we can end it there and uh, pick up the manual uh, 13 uh, next week. Um, I want to thank you for joining me, um, and I want to thank uh, Vanessa Lobo for lending her services out. Um, I'll check in the mail, so I'll uh, I'll be sending it um, parcel post. I don't even know what that means, but uh, but you guys know what I mean, and um, I hope. See, this is. Another, I just want to mention, uh, in closing, uh, one of the reasons. Another reason I did this site is for, you know, I, I believe that, on some level, Middle Eastern culture is, is predicated on, in some respect, the fact that women are mysterious and, they don't know quite what to do with the woman in that culture, and so I find that. On some level, like the women there are oppressed and covered up and 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 scared people are scared of them and I think that um it's unfortunate because I think there could be better relations between the sexes um for um middle eastern uh people too uh, yeah i'm not I'm not singling them out i think it's 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 widespread, but I think that once people understand these principles how they work then and how to how to come back from situations with women. I, you know, I think one of the main principles that come out of Manual 1 is that you should be, um, whenever something is awkward or doesn't work out, like the best thing to do is to uh, get into another situation, just let it pass, and then act like nothing's wrong. And that's how you get over most problems in relationships with women, uh, is, is to be okay with yourself to be okay in your own skin and and so even though something might some shit might go down there might be some tension you might have an argument just let it go you know saying don't carry any of the burden and they won't carry any of the burden and uh that's that's a big principle of of keeping shit flowing and so even in the initial even in the initial um, approach um if a girl starts you know just not really responding in in a good way um you're, you you should back off and and usually that will um and and then just approach her again almost like forgetting that she even reacted that way and and not letting her know that it has affected you at all so anyway my name is Mike Trojan and you can uh go to nomoneyinvolved.com if you want to get more information um and um there's some other podcasts there. It's a, it's basically a podcast network, and um, and uh, this is you know this is basically dating advice. So you know anybody wants to call in who has any problem, who has any you know girl that they doesn't want to talk to them, or maybe it's an old girlfriend that has you know maybe you stalked 
to the point where they never want to see you again, um, you know, you can call me and I'll help you to um, come back from that. I, you know, I suggest that if, if you are in a situation like that, the first thing you should do is just start trying to hit on girls that you think are hot, or at least as hot as the girl that you uh, um, were obsessed with. Um, I think it, it happens sometimes. You become obsessed with one girl, and you start stalking her, and then you become a loser. So let's let's not let that happen. Anyway, <laughs> till next week, my name is Mike Trojan, and this is No Money Involved.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.